Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Education is no equalizer. Rather, it is the sleep that precedes the American dream. So wake up, wake up, lift your voices until you patch every hole in a child's broken sky. Wake up every child so they know of their celestial potential. I've been the black hole in a classroom for far too long, absorbing everything without allowing my light to escape. But those days are done. I belong among the stars and so do you. And so do they. Together. Together, we can inspire galaxies of greatness for generations to come. So no, no, sky is not the limit. It is only the beginning. Lift off. Oh my God. That was dope fantastic. Did it work? Did you hear it? It did. I did. Okay. I'm so high tech. No, I, I saw that video and I was like, oh my gosh. It just, first of all, one, I just love, like, spoken word. I don't know if you know, but I used to do a little spoken word myself. You uh, might have mentioned that a couple times. <laughs> Not nearly as good as that. And it's just amazing. And I just, I was so moved by it. I was like, wow. One, it's just well done. Two, just what he's talking about. And I think we've all felt like that at some point in time. And I just think that, I don't know, I'm just so glad that he was able to express himself and at, at a Harvard graduation at that. Oh, that's right. I should have given, actually told the people what that was. If you haven't heard, that was a um, convocation poem by Donovan Livingston at Harvard University's School of Education, Graduate Mm -hmm. School of Education graduation in front of just, you know, a couple thousand people. No biggie. At Harvard, right? No biggie. No biggie. I thought, especially since you used to be a teacher, Tiffany, that, well, you still are technically. Um, (laughs) You would appreciate that. No, I just thought it was beautiful. I just... I don't know. I have a, I have a thing with words, especially when they're done well. It's just a talent that not everybody possesses in order, you know, the ability to put words together in a way that moves people. So I he thought that was awesome. He started off the speech by saying um, when he was in high school, he was asked to speak at his graduation and his one of the teachers or whoever was putting on the graduation tried to stop him. Like was going to take him off the program when he said he wanted to do a poem. Mm. What? I know. <laughs> I understand. That's why some man educators can be amazing, but some of them out there can be dangerous. Yeah, they can be, honestly. And that's why when when you get a good teacher, it's so important to support him or her because you don't want to chase them away, honestly. Like, I ran from the classroom because it just got to be too much. And it's such a shame because you have a lot of really great teachers who end up leaving the classroom because... They just don't have the support. And then what you get are teachers that don't not. I mean, obviously, 
there's I know most a lot of my friends are teachers, so I'm not bashing teachers at all because I know how hard it is. But if you run the good ones out, then what do you leave your children with? You know? Give so them shout out raise. Exactly. Shout out to the awesome, amazing teachers, because I know how hard it is. You're not just a teacher. You're a teacher. You're a mother. You're a father. You're a janitor. You're a psychologist. You're a psychologist. You're a doctor. You're a nurse. You Social are a worker. right. You're a COO. You're a, I mean, you're just literally everything in that classroom to these kids and to their parents. And so, yeah, there is no job when people tell me. How are you prepared to start your own business? I'm like, um, I used to be a teacher. Thanks. <laughs> so if, you, if you're a teacher, you can literally do anything afterwards. You've learned all the skills you need. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love like convocation speech season. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've posted no less than like five great ones. So Michelle has been doing the circuit. I think she's done a couple. Obama, uh, President Obama. We've had mm-hmm. Chimamanda Ngochi. We had... Um, Oh, who was the other person that we posted? Um, just amazing speeches all around. If you just want a little feels, you want some encouragement. Yeah. I had the worst convocation. Can I just put that out there? Class of 2009, University of Georgia. I, on behalf of all of us, <laughs> would like a re-convocation vote or whatever. I don't know who our speak. I go. I know it was a recession. I guess it was hard to get people who oh, felt God. <laughs> optimistic about the world but this guy i don't even know who he was he might have been a congressman i do not know the year after that they had the the year after our horrible speaker they had like alton brown they've had um you know the food network he went to uga they've had ryan seacrest they've had amy roback from gma i just feel like we got completely screwed we had um Brian Williams, which I don't know how to take that one way or the other because he's a Jersey guy. I know. Actually, he was actually pretty good. This is before the whole, you know, I was there. Um, but Brian yeah, Williams, no. the uh, the anchor who lied about getting shot down in an, in a helicopter, was it like in the war zone? Yeah, that. But he, honestly, his speech was actually really good, and I didn't know. But he was because I graduated from uh, Montclair State and Seton Hall University, and he's from New Jersey, and so he um. He was actually pretty good, I remember. I think it was my Montclair State one that he spoke at. I'm sure he was great, you know. I know. Just a little lies. <laughs> little lies between friends. He's a great actor <laughs> in many ways. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Brian. He's like, I hate you. <laughs> oh, my God. I said her. I said Chimamanda's name wrong twice. I need to – I'm so tired. I've been Meanwhile, I'm Nigerian, and I'm like, I'm not even going to – Yeah, why aren't you – okay, Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. Good Lord. She deserves her name so to be pronounced like correctly. Chimamanda. So if you're going to say it, that's a Chimamanda Ngozi. Actually, I know a lot of Ngozis. Ngozi Adichie, probably. Adichie. That mm-hmm. sounds Adichie. right. Mm-hmm. I'd have to see – I'd have to see it in front of my face, but – yeah, I wasn't even going to tackle it. I was like, because I'm Nigerian and I don't want the Nigerians to listen to be like, ah, look at you. Ashamed of yourself. <laughs> you can't even say her name. My dad will always say, you even say your own name wrong because I have a Nigerian name. <laughs> well, to your, in your defense, he made you change your name. Exactly. He tried <laughs> to westernize like Meanwhile, How... Tiffany, I was nine. Isn't that nine. crazy that I got to pick my own name, Tiffany? If I had been nine years old, I would have picked like. <laughs> Bell or Ariel what? or Serena I from Sailor Moon. Oh, I totally would have been Serena. Oh my, that was definitely my Sailor Moon phase. No, I wanted Jenny. That's what I wanted so bad. My dad was Jenny. like, thinking, "Jenny." I have a really good friend named Jenny. I'm not going to throw shade, but yeah, but I know it's it's an incomplete name. I feel, and my dad was like, "No." I was like, "Why not?" And then I wanted Renee, 
And he said no. And but I always so there I had a few. And then I was like, you know what? I like Tiffany. And I like I remember being because I was living um, in uh, Roselle, New Jersey, which is a really small town. Before we we were moving to Westfield, which was like a larger town. And I think my dad, when we were making the switch, was like, okay. We're going to be here in America because they always thought that they were going to take us to Nigeria and raise us. But Nigeria took a turn for the worst. And he was like, OK, since we're going to be here, let's add an American name. So I didn't drop my Nigerian name. I just added an American name to the front of it. So my Nigerian name became my middle name. And so my Nigerian name is Odochi. 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 I've heard that in public. <laughs> and it's so crazy because sometimes every once in a while, somebody from Facebook will say, hey, Odochi, how are you? And I'm like, whoa what the hell? When did I know you? <laughs> because that means I knew you before I was nine. So every once in a while, like a, an elementary school friend will find me. And it's crazy that they'd call me a doji because no one but my family calls me that now. It's like um, you're living a soap opera. I know. And even, in, I'm not going to lie, the first year, almost a year and a half, I did not respond to Tiffany because I didn't know who that was. <laughs> People would be like Tiffany and I'd look around like, oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm Tiffany now. <laughs> Do your parents call you Tiffany? No, I mean, my dad, every once in a while, will, because my dad and I used to work together, so he used to call me Tiffany, like, at work. Mm. Um, but I would say, mm, out of all my sisters, because we all changed our names, I get called my American name the most because, you know, I started the business, The Budget Nista, and so they're used to hearing people refer to me as Tiffany, Tiffany, so they'll call me Tiffany the most, but most of my sisters, we still call each other by our African names. Well, I mean, I, I feel kind of like that's probably good. It is. It would honestly. be so weird if you know your family just completely forgot about your real name. Cause you know, I know, <laughs> I know, like the name your mom gave you. I know. Well, and honestly, most of them just call me Udo, like for short, O D O, Udo, Udo, Udo. So like that's what you'll hear from my sisters. But yeah, so it's just weird, like when like someone calls me. First of all, no one really calls me Adochi. They just call me Udo in my family. And so when someone says that on social media or says that in person, it like takes sends me reeling. Like, who are you? Like a, a woman hit me the other day and she was like, I'm not sure if this is who I think it is, but I grew up on a small street in Roselle, New Jersey, and I used to play with the family down the block and your dad and your picture looks so familiar. Are you a dochi? And I was like, who the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> and I remember it was this little girl named Adari. Hey, Adari, if you're listening. She was the same. She's two years younger than me. And oh my gosh, I could not believe it. And it was just such a throwback. Back when, like, you know, I was, like, six or seven or eight and playing with all the kids on the block. And she actually had signed up for some budget Nista thing, probably, like, the challenge. And she happened to recognize my dad. And it was just, now we're Facebook friends. So I'm like, wow, a diary from literally, like, 20 years ago. <laughs> you can't run from your past, Tiffany. <laughs> no, I can't. But I love it, though, because it's just nice to, like, it's nice to have people from past, present, and future, you know? Yeah, I like to, I like to, um, the people who knew me before, like when I was nine, I was a whole different human being. <laughs> so I don't need to see them or hear from them. <laughs> so Why? They probably you wouldn't were, recognize me. Were you a terrible uh, kid? No, I wasn't. No, I did, I'm not like witness protection. I wasn't like <laughs> in a baby gang. No, I just, um, I, well, when I was 10, I was severely overweight, severely overweight, like very, yeah, I was, you know, my parents divorced, I mean, not that I'm blaming them, but I was just like, going, oh my God, I just saw a video of a spider, let me get off this internet right now, oh my God, um, yeah, I was super, super heavy, I've, I was 200 pounds and I was 12, 
Really? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot. And I move schools like every three or four years just for various reasons. Divorce being one, but then my mom remarried and whatever. So I went to, a, I think, two different um, – no, uh, elementary school, then different middle school, whole different county, and then three high schools. So mm-hmm. at, there's these like phases in my life where people don't really – know me from like you know like certain years in school I just I was just went through a huge change by the time I graduated high school so um yeah I ran into a a teacher of mine from like sixth grade at Bath and Body Works um (laughs) as you do (laughs) like maybe like six seven years ago and she was done I mean like such a I was such a different person and I was so shy I can't even believe I have a podcast now where my part of my job is to be on in front of a camera because I was so like paralyzingly cripplingly shy really Um, oh yeah I would like eat lunch alone I didn't like talking to people it was hard for me to make friends um but I was a daredevil and I and I always took like making friends I just made like making friends become like a dare or doing public speaking was like a dare for me okay and I don't like anybody tell me I can't do something so the idea that people thought I couldn't get up and speak I just kind of like psyched myself up into doing it eventually 10 years later I know. Look at you. Look at me now. Hundreds I'm of dollars getting... on therapy <laughs> later. <laughs> but, right? Isn't that just yeah. so crazy? I was kind of like, it was similar in that I was super shy too, but I was like dangerously skinny. And like my mom used to take me to all these different doctors, like what's wrong with her? And they were just like, um, nothing. She just doesn't eat. I just, I don't know. I just did not like eating just because playing was so much better. But I mean, when I look back, I'm like, oh my God. I was like, what is the big deal? I was for real. <laughs> I don't understand what you're going through. <laughs> I'm trying to identify, but nope. <laughs> I've always loved eating. And so it just was, I don't know. And then like, I honestly was like really skinny up until really like high school. And I mean, I was still pretty thin and throughout college and now I'm like normal size but yeah I was for real for real for real my mom used to be like look just tell me what you want and I will make it (laughs) oh there's nothing worse to a mom than a skinny baby I know because it's frightening you know you're just like oh but you know we kind of like me and my sisters we all kind of were super skinny except for poor Tracy my sister Tracy like she was the only normal size one and we didn't I didn't have a concept of what was normal so we used to call her like fatty fatty baby like Tracy you're so fat because we didn't, we didn't know. Because, <laughs> you know, here I am, six or seven or eight. And here we are, all of us frail. And Tracy's actually a normal size, healthy kid. And Aww. we just were looking at her like, what's all this weight you got on you? She's like, health. <laughs> it's called health. <laughs> oh, poor Tracy. And she went through so much because I decided. She was my best friend. Like, as a as a kid, I, I had four sisters. But Tracy and I were two years apart. And she was like my sister best friend. And I was like, I could totally give you a haircut. Let me go get the razor blade daddy uses. The razor blade. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I cut off the side of her head. And for years, Tracy had like a little baldy. Her hair would not grow for years. And like, I look back at pictures. So here she is super cute, like little chunky little kid with like like a boy's haircut. For years, my mom used to like pray over her hair, like please, please. Bring oh my this god! Back. What is I it about know. sisters? My sister told me. Speaking of razors, my sister told me that if I shave the back of my hand, hair will grow on it. And then when I was like sleeping or something, she took a razor and just brushed it against my hand and had me convinced that I was going to turn into a gorilla and my arm was going to like. And told me she told me when I was a little girl, I had dandruff. She told me it was lice and how mommy and daddy were going to have to give me up and like. You know, why cut all kids, my hair off. Oh, chill. Why, why do kids do that? <laughs> you, just, you just think it's 
so hilarious. I told my, my baby sister, the youngest, I told her that she was actually a boy because I didn't know the difference. Um, <laughs> and that like, and that because we had all girls, because I have all sisters, I'm like, daddy and mommy decided that we were just going to grow your hair longer and put girls' clothes on you, but nobody wants to tell you your name is really Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, every once in a while, mommy will slip up and call you Tony by mistake if you listen carefully. And she was freaked out. I mean, was my mother evil. was like, it was evil. My mother was like, I don't usually beat you, but today will be the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know why. I just thought it was hilarious. I was like, oh, yeah, she's Tony. <laughs> Well, since we're talking about family now, I have to tell. Uh, so this was the weekend that we moved in with my fiance's parents. So mm. I am currently sitting in my fiance's childhood bedroom, which is not as creepy and weird as it sounds. Um, I took off the uh, I took down his his baby portraits, which were everywhere. I took those off the wall. There was a lot of, like, religious photos. I had to take those. The Virgin Mary, I love her, but she was staring me down when I was trying to sleep. and <laughs> take her down. Um, it's been a very – it's been so exhausting. They live in a – just, like, you know, the emotional – first of all, the emotional exhaustion of, like, leaving the place I love and, the, you know, yeah. our first home together. I was feeling my feels. Um, I did a very, like, dramatic Snapchat um, chronicling of the move. So if you follow me on Snapchat – at Yo Mandio, Y O M A N D I Y O, um, you can see my dramatic uh, moving experience. But although we hired movers, which I completely recommend, it's like totally worth the money. We had to move all of our stuff from our apartment, a two bedroom apartment, downstairs to the truck, from the truck all the way to uptown Manhattan where his parents live, up a five floor walk up. Oh. Do you know how many floors five is? It is five times as many as one. That's oh how many god. it is. Oh my god! And the movers that they sent, I was watching because when they were at our place, they were like, couple. There was three of them, and two of them. You know, I feel like if you're a mover and your job is to be like your physical labor, you would be in shape. But these guys were like taking smoke breaks, and mm. they smelled like you know the bottom floor of a tractor trailer, like beer mm. cans and stuff. They didn't look very healthy. They were super nice, but so when we were Finally got to the five floor walk up phase. They were just like me and Enrique were doing me and oh my bad. Me and my fiance were doing a lot of the work, just like bringing all the boxes up. And I was like, "Are you okay?" This one guy. I was like, "Are you need some water? I'm not about to have you pass out on me. We have one more move to make." Because from there, we had to move stuff into the apartment and then move the rest of it to storage. Mm, so it's like seven hour ordeal. I know you got it's done. Seven hours, eight hundred bucks later. That is over. Yeah, I'm there's, glad. There's nothing like moving that makes you reevaluate your like your whole existence. You're like, who am I? Where do I belong in the universe? <laughs> what are these socks? You know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I purge. When I say I purge, I can't believe how much stuff I, I had to get really real with myself. And I was like, Have you worn this in the last six months? No goodbye. Like I had to get rid of so much stuff, and not all old stuff. Like a lot of you know, I still have stuff with the tags on it. Mm-hmm. That you just like, mm, maybe in a month it'll look different on me. No. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no. It's true. Uh, I just was at Marshall's yesterday and I was like looking at a shirt. And I was like, I mean, it's all right. I'm like, Tiffany, are we doing this? Are we buying It's All Right that you'll never wear? Because you never pick the It's All Right shirt out of your closet. Nope. And I'm just like, don't do it. Just get what you like. If you don't like it, leave it. It's okay to leave things. And it I'm not, okay. a, you know, a huge shopaholic. But, you know, I just sometimes what I do go shopping, I I don't like going back and back and back. So I'm like, let me just get everything I need now. 
And I'm like, it's okay, Tiffany. You don't have to find like seven shirts for the summer. Like if there's only one that you like, just get the one. So I ended up getting like a bathing suit, which is super cute. They actually have right now, I think the new like trend in bathing suits, it totally fits like my body type. And it's like, you know, like the 60s, you know how like it's like um the high waisted. Yes, like high waisted and then two like the that like I don't know what it's like the the top kind of has that like sweetheart neck, like a heart shaped neck. Mm-hmm. And then like it pulls up so I'm like cuz I'm not really boobular, you know, I don't only really have I'm like a B I'm on a good day. And so but it gives you a little extra boost. I was like, "Yes, I got like four or five of them from Marshalls cuz they were like pretty oh inexpensive gosh. and I I don't buy ba- like last time I bought bathing suits I was 21 and I'm 36 now. So I'm Ooh. like, "Well, this is good <laughs> for the next 20." Did you just go to Mexico? I did. That's why I bought them. I was like, you know what? Oh, you got them before the trip. Okay. Yep. I got them before. I was like, you know, I'm going to, I haven't bought bathing suits in literally over 10 years and I'm going to buy a bunch and then rock out with these for the next 10 years. I, I think Forever 21 has a lot of cute high-waisted bait. Uh, they're like pretty cheap too. Forever 21, which is shocking. I know. They have some know. cute stuff. I got some really like good quality high-waisted swimsuits with like the same like, you know, like retro style. Top yes. I love that. Um, I got mine from Topshop. Top Shop, oh, but you, you know, gotta be quick. There. You gotta be quick on Top Shop though, because they go quick. Taylor Swift wore one of their swimsuits like five years ago, and now every swimsuit season they're gone like super fast. Really? Yeah. That's like Gabby. Have you heard of Gabby Fresh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's like so many that I wanted, and I was like, so I guess I'm just never gonna buy one because every year when I go to purchase one, because they're not even like super pricey, but they sell out so quickly. And I'm like, well, I'll just look online. She has a lot of the ones that have like the spaghetti. They have like the the ones that like on the side of your hips, they have lines of elastic. Mm-hmm. I just feel like my hips would just ooze out of them in like <laughs> not a cute way. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> you have to have a certain body type. I know. I don't know. I have to see. Like, honestly, I've been like working out hard with a trainer. I posted a before and after on my Instagram, on the Budget on Instagram. And at first I didn't think like much was changing with my body because I have not lost like a lick of weight. I'm well, maybe like a pound or two, but I've been working out with her for like a month or so. And I'm still between 168, 170. And I was like, I'm not losing any weight. But then I looked at the picture and I was like, wow, I did a before and after side by side. And I can't believe how much my body has transformed. She's like, you're not losing any weight because you're gaining muscle. Mm-hmm. And I can see, I'm like, look at me, snatched, almost. <laughs> I mean, not quite where I want to be, but like, honestly, because I'm like, I'm 36 and I just want one to be healthy because, you know, we're in baby season. Like, you know, we're trying Two, I really want to like, you know, I, I just want to maintain a level of health. I don't want to have to like get healthy. I want to just stay and maintain health, you know? Right. No, I respect that. I'm just tired of it's like you, it's like since I was a little girl and, you know, I've had weight issues, I feel, and I, I've been seeing a nutritionist lately for the first time in, I don't know, almost 30 years. I should have been seeing one a long time ago. But I told her, I almost like broke down. I was like, I'm just so tired of every three months being like, okay, by Christmas, I'm going to lose this much. Mm-hmm, okay, that mm-hmm. doesn't happen. All right. Well, by spring break, I'm going to lose that month. That doesn't happen. Okay, but definitely by summer. And then it's like this, and by, by the first year, of, by the uh, first semester of school, definitely by then. Like, And just mm-hmm. repeat that process of di- like raising your expectations, disappointing yourself, raising expectations, disappointing yourself, like that crazy cycle. I'm so sick of it. Like, can I just be okay with the way I am now and just like being a healthy version of myself and not like, I would just constantly raise the bar so high and just set myself up for, you know, disappointment um, and give myself those crazy, like three months, six weeks, you know, yeah. limits, you know, 
And you're right, yeah. though. I And you look, don't you look back and you're like, I, I was telling my sister this the other day because she was complaining. I said, one day you're going to look back. She's in her 20s and say, what? I was beautiful. Why did yes. I lean in? I do that every don't year. You, right. You look back. You're like, what in the world, Tiffany? You were beautiful. You know, like your body is fine. Your face was fine. Your hair, all these things you complained about, they were fine. Mm -hmm. And you didn't even get to enjoy it because you were so busy nitpicking. And I'm really trying, you know, I'm in my 30s now. And I'm like, I'm really trying to like at this moment in time, enjoy how I look like right now, even if it's not perfection, just to be like, you know what? You're healthy. You're strong. You know, you you eat right. You do exercise. I mean, it's just it's just crazy because like, you know what? You don't get to enjoy yourself while you're yourself. You have to look back and be like, oh, I was snatched. Now I'm 80 and don't nobody care about these sagging boobs, you know? <laughs> Why didn't I enjoy it when I was snatched and young? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Love thine self. Yes. <laughs> it's hard. Let's I believe be ni- We're so mean. Let's just be nice to ourselves. <laughs> yes. That's my constant goal. Just be nice to yourself. Yes. <laughs> As I'm sitting in my fiance's childhood bedroom. Um, <laughs> It's actually been nice. You know, his family, to, to take us in like this, his mom's been so nice. His dad's been so generous. They just keep telling me, do whatever you want. You don't have to ask permission. Just, you know, make yourself at home. Um, I don't feel like a lot of parents would do that. So I'm really appreciative and grateful. And, believe, and like the money that we're going to be saving, that they're uh. giving us this gift of allowing us to save for our own house. I'm so excited. I, can't, yeah. I just can't wait to see that, that bank account get snatched. That, can, right? can bank accounts be snatched? Um, I think so. <laughs> no, but you're right though. That is like what an amazing gift. You know, not you know our parents and stuff. Like we're not they're not rich, but they can still give you some financial support and help. And so this is such a great way that they've given you that gift. You know. Yeah, and we will be paying for some stuff. So if y'all don't think we're freeloading, we'll pay for the yeah. cable and like the AC because we've been running the AC like nonstop. <laughs> they're Dominican. They don't they don't like the AC. It's been really? let me tell you, it's been ninety degrees. It's like New York wanted to be summertime the one weekend we're moving in. Um, yeah, they don't like they don't really use AC in their bedroom, but we have one in ours and we've been cranking that sucker. And I'm just like, just keep it cranked up. I'll pay for the electricity. I do not care. <laughs> <laughs> exactly not in new york out. summer what they have that tropical blood or whatever Oof. it is i know that's <laughs> that is that tropical. i can't do it i can't hey ba fam this episode is sponsored by state farm are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget look no further than state farm state farm agents are not just insurance providers they're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Anything else happened in the news? I know we didn't really talk much about anything buzzworthy other than buzzworthy in our lives, which I like. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. So now it's boosting or breaking time. Brown break, brown boost, brown break, brown boost. <laughs> you should see me doing like the, the dab by myself. Is that what and, you're doing? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Supergirl's room. Meanwhile, Supergirl's room is pink and purple 
everything. And I'm sitting here like, yes, this is because I like they're they're downstairs and I didn't want to bother them. I'm like, can I use your room? She's like, sure. <laughs> <That's cute. laughs> um, but yeah, so brown break, brown boost. So are you on a break or boost this week? I am going to boost this week. Um, since we're talking about fitness and health, I so I have a lot of change happening right now, and I'll get to it later. It's a lot of change. Moving in with my future in-laws is one of them. And then for some reason, I signed up for a six-week CrossFit challenge. That starts tomorrow. Not, mm. only, not only am I doing CrossFit, which I'm terrified of because they do this one thing called the burpee, which is just like the worst yes. thing I've ever done in my entire life. Yes. I hate my burpee. <laughs> what? My trainer loves a burpee. She's like, so t- three sets of 20. I'm like, where? <laughs> 20? Wait, you- <laughs> what? 60? Oh, my yes. God. I couldn't do six. You can. You will be able to because I'm crying at the end, but it's worth it. But go ahead. Go ahead. Keep keep boosting. So I, it's, it's this place downtown called Bowery CrossFit. And I never thought I would do CrossFit. It didn't really seem like it was for me. It's like one of those things where I would say, okay, I'm going to get in shape and then I'll do CrossFit, which isn't really logical. But I saw this ad on Instagram and it actually worked. It was a video uh, from Bowery CrossFit and they it's a women's only CrossFit class for beginners. And they had a woman wearing a hijab doing CrossFit and like oh. women of all shapes and sizes. And I'm like, okay, maybe I can do this. And it was a woman instructor and she seemed really normal and like not like we are going to bump you up, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like crazy. Um, and it looks like fun. So I signed up. It's going to be highly difficult just to get down there because it's about an hour train ride from where we live now. And I signed up for the 7 a.m. class three days a week. Oh, okay. So we'll see. But I figure I'd rather do it early in the morning, get it over with, and then yeah. go straight to work. And um, I mean, well, I mean, it'll be good. It's only six weeks. It's just six weeks. And I don't know. I'll just, I'll just see what happens after that. I'm telling you, it's just there's something about like my trainer is like a beast. Honestly, if you get a chance, you should see her on uh, Instagram. Her body is ridiculous. Um, it's her name is Q. Key, I'm sorry, but it's key like Q U I. So it's her name is uh, Key to Health. Q U I, the number two in health. But her body is redonkulous. But what I love is one, she's a brown girl. So when we're exercising, like before, I would have like trainers from the gym, and they wouldn't really get my body as a brown girl. Like we're gonna get rid of that butt girl. Where? <laughs> no. First of all, one, I don't want you to get rid of what? Why? <laughs> well, because you know. <clears throat> Well, I mean, now this is like a while ago, but before, you know, it's not part of every culture to be curvy and that to be desirable, you know? And this is so, pre Kardashians. Yeah, definitely. Pre, it, this is like in my 20s when I used to work at like Bally's and like I would get like free training sessions from the personal trainers there. But one, Key, key like totally, Kiana totally gets like my body's shape and type. And we're, one of the things that I was always worried about when I worked out is that I can get really skinny, but not in a, a cute good way like very it's I can go back to what I used to look like when I was like nine and so I was telling her that like oh I do want to work out and exercise but I don't want to get super no body no shape skinny and she's like okay so I'm seeing myself tighten up but I'm not losing a ton of weight and I'm shapely I'm like yes <clears throat> because you know Superman's like so you we're keeping this butt right I'm like yes we will be keeping the bootay <laughs> does he do like <laughs> weekly check-ins still there mm, okay. I know. because like I said I don't really have much in the boob department so we got to keep something going on <laughs> but yeah no but working out with her twice a week what I'm so much stronger now Mandy what I used to w- like walk a block and be like 
Well, child, let's take a break. <laughs> now I can do a hundred blurpees and box jumps. Blurpees. Yeah. <laughs> Burpees. <laughs> ah, I hate those. Things. What a stupid name for the yeah. worst for the worst workout ever. The worst. Every time I see her, I always pray, like, please don't like me make her do make me do these burpees. Sometimes we we open with them. She'll be like, All right, to the floor, let's go. And I'm like, uh, uh, I see her every Tuesday and, and uh, Thursday for an hour. Oh, <sighs> okay, so well, I'll be with you soon. I'm used to doing so much. I do Zumba. I do dance class. I, I'm used to like doing cardio, but I don't really do weights. So that'll be mm. something new for me. I need to your build muscle gonna, weight. Yep, your body's going to transform as a result. It's critical. Most girls I'm ready. My nutritionist said, Mandy, because I, I said the stupid thing. I think people do this. You say, I'll work out when I lose weight or I'll lift weights when I lose weight. She's <laughs> like, do you not understand the key to losing weight is to build muscle so you won't lose the weight if you don't build the muscle? Like... That's your problem. That's my problem. So shout out nutritionist Marjorie. Thank you. Well, my boost is totally the opposite. It is because I was thinking about this like all week. I try to treat myself to one thing a week, even though I've been treating myself a whole lot this weekend. But it is to the best ice cream I've ever tasted in my entire life. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> because you have no idea. I woke up like I'm getting nastos. I'm getting nastos this morning. So I live in Newark, New Jersey, and there is an Ironbound section, which is largely Portuguese, and there's great restaurants. Um, this is great, like, yeah, they're really known for their restaurants. But uh, last summer, I stumbled upon this, like, home, um, I guess, home-based business. Well, they're not at home, but it's like a family-owned business called Nastos, N-A-S-T-O-S, right? Nastos, yeah. And so they make their ice cream on the premises, and it is, like... Jesus tears like he wept in the ice cream and this is what we're eating. It is so good. Yeah. <laughs> I know it sounds I mean, good. But I, just yeah. meant, <laughs> I just meant like there's miracles happening in this ice cream and it is so good. And I'm just like, oh my God, I wish more ice cream shops made ice cream like this, but it is so good. And what I love is they have like the regular flavors, whatever, but then they have the other side where they have like all these unique flavors like avocado. And you're like, what? Let me try this. Delicious. Ooh, avocado ice cream is good. What? I, I never had it until I went there. They actually have sweet corn. It is, you will slap your mama. Corn ice so, cream is good. <laughs> they have like, they literally have so many different amazing flavors. I told Superman this morning, I'm like, so as soon as I woke up, I didn't even say good morning. I said, we're going to Nastos. He's like, what? I'm like, we're going. <laughs> did you wake up? Did you like jump out of bed and like, like you were possessed? No, I was just like, later on today, we're going, I'm oh, like, okay. so I already have in my mind, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go for a three mile walk run. So that way I can earn my Nastos. But I was like, we're going to Nastos today. <laughs> it is just that good. So that is my boost. Really, my boost is just like doing little things that put smiles on your face. You know, sometimes. Especially exactly. Because now sometimes, you know, we make ourselves feel so guilty. You make yourself feel like, you know, bad, like, oh. By the time, you know, whatever was 30 years old, some famous person, they had this, 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 and this going on. Look at my life. And I'm like, oh, I'm so tired of, like, hearing my friends talk about, like, their lives are not where they want them to be. And I want to just be like, man, you're alive, you're healthy, you're well, you're fine. Treat yourself, enjoy the little things, and eat Nastos ice cream. <laughs> well, as someone who's lactose intolerant, as am I, and I don't care. <laughs> you don't care? Well, you know what? I will say almond milk ice cream, coconut milk ice cream, that has been my saving grace. 
there's this place in Astoria. Oh, my store, my neighborhood where, where I moved from. It's called Sweet Jane's. They have the most amazing dairy-free ice cream. It doesn't taste really? – you don't taste like you're missing anything at all. It's so good. I just oh. had some yesterday when we went back to drop our keys off, and I was like, I must have one last Sweet Jane's. They have, like, really cool flavors like blueberry lavender, which sounds Ooh. disgusting, but it's delicious. Um, peanut butter, chocolate chip, banana nut, all these amazing. Oof, it's delicious. If you can find a good dairy-free parlor. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to Google that because I love me some ice cream. Ice cream and pizza every day I could. Yes, I could. We're in the grocery store, you know, Coconut Bliss. Yeah, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I like some grocery store ice cream, but there's nothing like someone, like, hand-churning this is some true. ice cream. You know, this is ice cream place in Savannah that, not, is it Savannah? Yeah, Savannah that I went to. I forget what it was called, but it was like some famous place and they were really good too. Okay, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out because we're going in two weeks. Ooh, take me with you. I love Savannah. Well. <laughs> and now I'm just <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> you know how people tell you that like. Take me with you. My friend called me on like Friday. He's like, what are you doing? You want to go to Madrid? I was like, what? He's like, I got a ticket for $46. I'm like, what? I was tempted to go, but it, the ticket was only 46 But still, there were other, um, you know, there's other costs associated. And honestly, I've been saving for other trips. And I've been to Madrid before. So although I was like, Tiffany, just go. I was also like, it's probably going to cost in total probably like 350 which is still really great. For like a trip to Europe, but still that 350 can go toward, I really want to go to Thailand this year and South Africa, you know? So I was proud of myself for saying no, because typically, like I would just tell Superman, so I'm leaving for Madrid in a few hours. Um, I'll see you. <laughs> Treat yourself, but not too much. Exactly. Self-restraint. <laughs> All right. Questions. We don't have questions today unless, well, okay, we have one question, but it's not really a financial question. Somebody wants to know if we have any tips on what to see when she's in L.A. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I, you know what I suggest if you get in L.A., go rent a car and drive to San Diego. <laughs> oh, I love San Diego. It's only, that's like an hour, what, hour and a half away or yeah, so? And it's, honestly, it's not a bad drive. And it's, San Diego is like the best. I would say for L.A., totally do the touristy like the first time I went to LA I totally did like the Hollywood like you know touristy like going to going to see the Walk of Fame or whatever just go to TripAdvisor type in LA and you're gonna see like all of these things to do like they'll show you free things to do how much things cost if you do want to do something I, I personally I don't know if you like to do a tour but every time I go somewhere new I like to get that like double decker bus you know the red bus tour oh yeah the big bus tour yeah I like I don't know like I'm corny but my first day there what I do is I buy one of those tickets and I ride one of the buses and I don't get off I'll just ride the whole thing and then the next day I use what I saw on the tour to decide what I want to do like oh you know what I saw that shopping center or I saw that monument I want to go back and see because usually the ticket is good for like two or three days and so I I let the tour that bus be my um my taxi for the for the trip that's a good idea well apparently this is she says it's her first time traveling alone for six days so um, we went to LA. We did like a whole road trip from San Diego all the way up to San Francisco, and it was on the really? Pacific Coastal Highway. It was like yeah, a couple of years ago. It was so cool. It was really cool. We had like I think nine days, ten days. So we spent a couple of days in the major cities. Um, we only had two days in LA, but we packed in some cool stuff. We saw uh, the Santa Monica Pier. We yes. saw um, the Griffith Observatory. 
which is like up in the hills. It's a really, it's like a lookout point for all of downtown LA and you, you, you can drive up and it's like, it's a really cool that if you look up a picture of it, you might recognize it. It's a white domed kind of building. Okay. Um, Really cool. It's actually, it's a real observatory. I think it's like, I don't know, scientists or so you can like see telescopes and stuff. You can see space. I don't know. But it was really beautiful. And then we went to this, um, oh, I think it was the, not the Guggenheim, Getty. Oh, yeah. I think it's the Getty. The Getty. Okay. The Getty. Is it the Getty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So one of the my favorite things, we took this, um, we took a really cool, like, uh, a, um, a bucket, what do you call those sky bucket thingies? Like, like a sky train. Oh, right? yeah. It takes you up the side of a mountain mm-hmm. um, to get to the J. Paul Getty Museum, which is like an indoor-outdoor museum. You can only do this in L.A. where the weather is so beautiful. Um, it's like part garden, part sculpture garden part regular museum and it's so much fun to like walk around and i could have stayed there all day because it was gorgeous that's probably my favorite Ooh. part but yeah definitely if you're gonna go to la don't just stay in la i think that like what mandy's saying is perfect definitely like rent a car go to san diego i actually went to the city like right outside san diego there's this place called the um marin marin woods like to go see one of the sequoias you know the sequoias are those trees that you can like build a house in they're so huge yeah and so you definitely want to like, I see that I actually went and hugged the tree, took a picture. I look like an ant next to it, but it was, I love to see majestic things when I travel. So like nature. And so I would go to San Diego, go to the beach, go to Marin Woods or, you know, Google where you can go see a sequoia. It's like really close to San Diego. Um, I think you might not have enough time to go all the way to San Francisco, but um, I'm trying to think what else did I do? Did when you I- see sequoias in San Diego down south? Sequoia is, is that the name of that huge tree? It is, yeah. But I thought they were up north, like in like we saw some too, but not in, or the redwood trees. We saw them. The up- redwood? No, I think it was redwood, not sequoia. Wait, the, are sequoias redwood trees in the redwood forest? Maybe um, they're. This is outside of my expertise. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Was that San Diego or was that San Francisco? It's San Francisco for sure. Ooh, yeah. my bad. Sorry. Never mind. <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> San Diego's like it's beautiful, but there's no trees. It's like very. Um... Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. So that was San Francisco. I love San Francisco. It's one of my actually one of my favorite American cities. Yeah, that's um, like that could be a whole trip unto itself. It is a whole but... trip unto itself. And San Francisco is re- is really far though from LA. I don't know that you'll have time or want to drive. But San Diego is totally doable. Or Santa Barbara. You've been to okay. Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara is like an hour the other direction. San Diego okay. is like an hour south and Santa Barbara is like a couple hours north. But um, San Diego, you got the beach. You can go to La Jolla, J-O-L-L-A, yes. to see. And they have like seals on the beach. You can just like watch the seals frolic. Yes, um, I've been there before. It's gorgeous. Also, too, you can look to see if Groupon has um whale or um what is it called? Dolphin watching in San Diego if you go. Because I did that when I was out there. It was amazing. And it was actually really inexpensive because I found a, a Groupon for it. Um, you're definitely going to want to rent a car, though. Yeah. Or, yeah, for sure. Like a zip, get like a, yeah, like a zip, like a zip car or whatever. You know, like those like cars that you can kind of rent for the hour or whatever. Um, I probably wouldn't do, like knowing what I know now, I probably wouldn't have rented like a, like a rental car, like an enterprise kind of thing, because I didn't need a car every day. You know, you could do a mix between Uber and like renting those zip cars for like, oh, I just need it for the next six hours so I can park it here, you know? Um, you may not need it for the whole six days. Exactly. But you're going to have fun, fun. I mean, I, when I went to LA, I went by myself too. I love solo travel. Have you ever traveled by yourself, Mandy? Oh, Yeah. I did okay. six months after college in South America by myself. Woo! Mm. Talk about building some confidence. Yeah. That's the best yeah. thing you can do as a young woman. 
I know as a young woman, I know it's like it can be intimidating to travel by yourself. I mean, I used to not be able to eat lunch in the cafeteria by myself. I would <laughs> I would skip lunch and go to the – I'm not kidding. I was, I was so painfully shy. I would go to the library where I would eat in the bathroom. Oh, I know it's like sad Mandy story. I, <laughs> I was like, I was going to give that Mandy a hug. Like skinny, skinny, frail Tiffany wants to go into the bathroom and give you a hug. I want to give, I want to give myself a hug. It was so sad. <laughs> but traveling alone was like my was the way I got out of my shell and out of my comfort zone and just learned to like just be okay by yourself with yourself. Um, so I, I really, I think you'll have a great time, Dasha. Her name's Dasha. Hey, Dasha. Yeah, I love solo travel. I never. Like, in the beginning, if, if some of you might listen and think like to yourself, I can never travel alone, honestly, I would suggest do some domestic stuff first. Like, the, my first solo travel was uh, New Mexico. I went to Albuquerque because that's, like, the hot air balloon capital of the world. And my bucket list was to ride in a hot air balloon. And I did it. Awesome. And then I drove from Albuquerque to Santa Fe, which is, like, beautiful, very art, artsy-fartsy town. And just the drive alone was beautiful. And so that was my first solo trip, and it was weird at first, but I ended up really loving it, and I've done a lot of solo trips. I actually went to India and spent two days by myself, um, which was, like, huge. I was like, I can't believe I'm here in India by myself, because I was meeting up with friends uh, later, but I was like, you know, I'm going to go early so I can, like, navigate. It was my first international trip by myself, and it was cool. I mean, it definitely was a little bit, like, you know, off-putting a little bit, because India is not Kansas anymore. It's so different, but it's beautiful and the spices and the smells and the women and the, the colors. But I was a little bit, I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit like, then I was like, Tiffany, honestly, you live in Newark, New Jersey. That's like Cleveland. That's like Detroit. Like, you'll be fine. <laughs> like, oh, that's can, so true. You know, when people tell me when I travel by myself, like, are you going to be fine? I'm like, yeah, so I live in Newark, so <laughs> I, think I think I'll be good. <laughs> Oh, any wins this week? I know. Wins. Oh, yeah. Do we have a win? Do we ever have a win this week? <laughs> um, so I was just, you know, minding my business during our move this Saturday. Packing. But I just got I got a ping on Facebook from someone who tagged Brown Ambition. And it turns out WNYC, which is like the uh, public radio station for New York City. It's major. They, yeah. did, they have this guy who does podcast reviews and he was on Facebook Live and this guy, who is not our target audience, I will say, At all. Mr. James, <laughs> I think his name <laughs> is James, um, he did a whole shout out for Brown Ambition. Yes. It was so cool. And what was so dope about it is that, like, he kept saying Brown Ambition. I was like, say it again. Man- <laughs> <laughs> he said Mandy and Tiffany. He showed the logo. He even played a little clip. Yes. Um, it was, was honestly, I was like, what? Because I saw you tag me. And I'm like, wait, what? It was honestly, it was just. Awesome. I just want to say thank you to him. Yeah, that's our huge, huge, huge win. Thank you, James Ramsey and WNYC Radio. Um, Happy to come by. Happy to talk about, you know, sharing studio space, whatever you guys want, you know, (laughs) grab a coffee, anything like that. Just, you know, we're here. We're here for you. Yes. Like you're there for us. Love to pay it forward. (laughs) Um, If not, you know, that was just it's just nice to be recognized and get some validation. Yeah, that was really, especially like you said, from someone who's not our target audience, but it's just dope to know all different types of folks are listening. I died because he played the clip that we talked about engagement rings. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) You just never know. You're like, ooh, I did say that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of engagement rings, um, my best friend got engaged yesterday. Wait, was it yesterday? It's been a busy weekend. Wait a second. It was like Saturday or Sunday. I forget now. That's my best friend. That's my best friend. You better... 
work. Okay, happy so, happy engagement, best friend. So that's two of my bridesmaids are engaged now. I'm uh, just hiring up all the engaged ladies. We can just right, well, plan each other's stuff all at once. Stay tuned, because I was talking to, um, and it was so random. Me and Superman were making the bed, like, yesterday, like, putting, like, the covers on. And he was like, when are we getting married? And I looked at him. I said, brother, we wait on you. <laughs> He's asking you? That's what he said. And I was like, uh, he brother. listen to the podcast? Yeah, no, he doesn't. He's not a super, like, thank God. Because honestly, he's like really Tiffany, all of our business, all of it. <laughs> and I was like, I'm waiting on you. He's like, I know, I got to go see your dad. I was like, and if you need help with the ring, here is my best friend's number and my sister's number. <laughs> yes, that is what I did. You should. Yeah. No, because I told, I think I'm just going to like, because he was like, no, I'm fine. I'm like, yeah, I'm actually just going to give my best friend his number. I just be like, I need you to just call. So just check it in on you. Uh, sidebar, if you need anybody to help you with a, shopping you know we're here for you <laughs> always <laughs> i think guys you know want a little help just someone yeah. to be like just validate their decision you know exactly to be like no she would like this and my best friend has like very clean easy and that she knows me i'm not fussy i don't want some crazy looking whatever i just something simple honestly and you mean yeah. you wouldn't turn down the hope diamond Oh, yeah, I would not. But, <laughs> but she wouldn't, like, Newark. ask for it. <laughs> I'm like, we live in Newark. I don't know how long I'd have it if I had to hope that. <laughs> <laughs> No shade to Newark. I love my people because I know they're going to be like, Tiffany. But let's be real. Yeah, no, I wouldn't turn down the Hope Diamond. But honestly, that's not even my focus. Like, he could wake up this morning, you know, and be like, babe, I love you. Let's go down to just as a piece and not even have a ring. And I'd be like, yes, I, I've already known. I've known for a long time he's what, who I want to spend the rest of my life with. All of the other stuff is just extra. Mhm. Well, but, I'll be waiting. Right? What? This you is know. the year. 2016 is the year. This is the year when everybody's getting engaged. Yep. I feel it. I already know. I'm like, mm, it better be. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Superman. <laughs> um. Well, I have one last win. I started. Okay. I started to mention this last last week, but I actually cut it out of the podcast because we weren't officially announcing it yet. Yes. But I have some job news. Whoop. If you follow me on any social media channels, I've been posting some cryptic, cryptic stuff. I'm trying not to be too annoying, but I've been super excited. <laughs> last week was my last day at my last Thursday was my last day at Yahoo. Mm-hmm. And in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be starting as executive editor of Magnify Money. And for those of you who don't know, Magnify Money is literally like my favorite website for fi- personal finance. Like, and not even like exaggerating. When if if I look at my analytics to see what website that my blog has sent the most people to, they are like head and shoulders above everyone else. Like Magnify Money. That's how amazing I think that site is. So the fact that you're working with them is like just awesome. It's just a great site with integrity with great writing, with it's just so helpful and useful. And the fact that you are like executive editor, woo woo, boss lady. I know, I'm so excited. I get to build their editorial team from scratch. That's um, crazy. So if you're a personal finance reporter and you want a job, holla. Um, yeah, I'm really super excited, I have to thank. So the founder's name is Nick, and he this is his baby, the company, he cares a lot about it. Mm-hmm. And they're not playing the, like, the typical financial education startup game where they like, Raise a bunch of money and try to get try to get bought by like Fidelity or Bank of America yeah. or something like that. They truly care about demystifying yes. the world of personal finance for people, and I care about that obviously. And I can't mm-hmm. wait to write um, for their audience and join their team and get out of Times Square finally. <laughs> <laughs> 
I haven't been to your office. He always comes to Newark whenever we meet because we're doing like some projects and stuff together. But he always comes to Newark. I'm like, I got to go visit them in their office. But she's right. Nick, the founder, is just, I I love, like, it's like working with Mandy. I just love when you meet someone who you can tell that what's really important is what's important. I want to help people. And I'm fortunate enough that I've surrounded myself with people who that's really their first and and most important, like that's their goal to help people, and that's what Nick is doing over there, magnify money. And now Mandy's over there doing that too. Well, you were already doing that, but now you get to do it with this great, like you know, I don't know if to call them a startup, but it's a, yeah, I would say a startup. But they are, they are, they're they're getting bigger and bigger every day. So you have to go to you have to go to magnifymoney.com or follow them on Twitter at Magnify Money. Um, we're supposed to be announcing that I'm joining the team on Tuesday. So hopefully, you know, this will write in line with the podcast. Um, but yeah, check them out and, and hope you'll, you'll stop by and check out what we're doing there. I'm super excited. And it was, it was very scary to jump from, like, if you want to talk about career choices, like to jump Mm. from Yahoo, which is the biggest brand in internet, like one of the biggest brands in internet, um, companies, you know, for better or for worse um, in the country. And to jump from that kind of recognition to a relatively little known startup was a big risk, but I just really care about them a lot. And I've been, I've been looking or waiting for something interesting to come along. And um, this was just perfect, perfect fit, perfect opportunity. And I'm so grateful that, it, you know, came, they came to me with the, with the job and um, I can't wait to, uh, to start. And I have to say, like, you know, and I'm so glad that while you worked at Yahoo, I got my fair um, share of snacks. <laughs> yeah, no more free snacks for me. No more free I, lunch. I Goodbye. Free lunch every day. <laughs> um, Nick has the teeny tiniest little micro fridge I've ever seen in my life. I was like, so where do I fit my spa water? <laughs> but you know what, though? It's totally worth it because you are making this transition to like leadership and and I just think that that's awesome and you get to shape like the next minds of uh personal finance as far as writing and so I just think that's awesome. I'm so proud of you and so happy for you. Thank you. It's a it's the perfect amount of terrifying and exciting. <laughs> I'm trying to be more excited than terrified, but I think if you're not scared, you're not growing mm-hmm. when it comes to your career and and luckily I was terrified of Yahoo three years ago when I came on. So uh, that worked out okay. Um, Exactly. So we'll see what happens. All right, y'all. So hopefully you are enjoying your extended uh, weekend. And you got a lot from this podcast today. And we will see you on Twitter at The BA Podcast, on Facebook at Brown Ambition. And please email us with questions, comments, concerns at brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> okay. Have a good week. I'll talk I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right, you too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.